You are listening to the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. This is a ministry of Christian Assembly Church in Los Angeles, California. I am your host, Marvin Enriquez, and this is how we get down. Well, welcome to another exciting edition of the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. It is exciting, right? We are, Very much so. Are you kidding right, me? The right. highlight of the week. Come on, get your excitement levels up. Highlight George of the week. Fernandez. Uh, why are you calling me again, <laughs> George Fernandez? He always calls me in the middle of us recording. I don't know why you do that. Just to uh, throw you today off, buddy. It is April 30th, 2020, and this is the Men's Ministry Roundtable Podcast. Around, around our virtual roundtable, because this is the coronavirus edition of the Roundtable Podcast. The Corona Table. That's what it is. Around the virtual t- uh, round table is we have- Hey dude, why, why aren't you wearing a shirt today? <laughs> we have George Hot Flash Fernandez. <laughs> hey, good I'm gonna morning. have to change your name to George ADHD Fernandez. Oh gosh. Oh, you can't, what do you you want can't sit still, let me, give me, let me get through the intro without interrupting me. I just wanna know why you're not wearing a shirt, that's all. Yeah, Marv, how come you're not wearing a shirt because today? Because this is a stay at home edition. I, and he, look at look at those look at those pecs. Guess what? Guess what? I've been watching wow. a lot of I've been watching a lot of YouTube and He's flexing the pecs and, going uh, up and down like Terry Crews. Oh, jiggling those a, suckers. I've been watching a lot of YouTube and, and lately the the latest you know how you watch one video and then YouTube recommends more and more. So lately the the strand of videos I'm on are all fitness related. Because I started I started looking at you know home home gym equipment and stuff like that in the garage. And for whatever reason, now I got all these videos from these really buff dudes, right? Mm. And the last one I've seen, uh, the 100 push-up challenge. So you do 100 push-ups, 100 push-ups a day for 30 days. So yeah. I, I figure I can do that, right? I was in the army. I should be able to do 100 push-ups a day. So I've been you were in the army 20 years ago, okay? Correct. So Correct. stop. So, <laughs> but I did a lot of push-ups when I was in the army. So I figured I can do 100 push-ups a day. So I'm on day four of the 100 push-up challenge in 30 days. So and? I'll let, well, I don't know, I'll let you know. In no, no, are you doing 100? I'm doing 100. Over, I'm, I'm in what increments? I'm on day four, I've just started. No, how uh, many? 25 a, or? 25 a Okay. Clip. 25 so a clip, four times a day. So that's that's the explanation for no, no shirt look. Today. So I'm not wearing yeah. a shirt because I, I actually, have four days of uh, Man, look at those gunnage. Wow, I didn't realize how hairy you were. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I am hairy. Hey, so we also have on the virtual In one particular area around the niblich. That is a lot of hair there. Wow, <laughs> George. Wow. <laughs> it's a good thing this is not a video podcast. Uh, around the virtual roundtable, we also have Robert. I am falling out of my chair, Concepcion. <laughs> hey, get it together, Robert. I can't get over your shirtless look. <laughs> okay, let's correct. The, the definition is just, it's incredible. Wow. Like let's bring it back. <laughs> Guys, I am actually wearing a shirt, and four days of push-ups have not made any That's kind of session. It, it, it's just asking for it, man. Come on. Wow. Uh, how you doing, Robert? Doing right. Doing great. Good, good, good. And around the virtual roundtable, we also have a special <laughs> guest uh, today. Scott Quay. Hey, great to be here, guys. How you doing? Scott, Scott? Quay is dude. Scott Quay is dude perfect. Scott Quay is dude. Are you part of the dude perfect group? Oh, I you, wish, man. Those guys, those guys are incredible. I, I've seen Scott on the basketball court, though. He does some pretty good trick shots. Oh, so. he's a baller. He's he is a baller. baller. He is Gamer. A baller. He's got. Gamer. Scott has perfected the art of the the little floating runner. You know. 
It's like a uh, running hook shot. Yeah, I mean, he, he has that down pass. It's like a 1960s shot. It's like Tom Heights. It's, uh, it's like Steve Nash all over again. I mean, he's got that little floater going, and uh, he utilizes uh, his speed and size as well. So, Scott, Effective. welcome. Welcome to the Men's Ministry Roundtable. Scott, do you have a nickname? Scotty. I don't. I don't. You've never had a nickname? Okay, well, I, a lot of people, in, uh, when I was in, in, in high school, a lot of people just called me Quay, but... Right. I wish I had a cool nickname. You have a twin brother, right? I do, yeah. So yeah, how did that work? You mean Quay, him and Quay, were you guys in the same class? We were, yeah, yeah. So I, in some, for some reason, it just stuck with, with me, and it, he didn't, they just called him Will. <laughs> he didn't get one. <laughs> so you were Quay, and he was Will. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. So we have Scott Quay. Uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to us. Uh, we have surpassed the 3,000... Uh, listener, listeners, listenership. I don't know how you, what's the word, George? What? I don't know. 3,000 3, people have listened. 3,000. Isn't, isn't that the movie with the buff guys? That's what you look like right now with a shirt. 3,000. <laughs> yes. The, 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 the I lead, love that. The lead, lead I guy. love that movie. So Gerard I, Butler. I like yes. that as a compliment. I love that movie. Um, we have passed. 3,000 people have downloaded one of our podcast episodes. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you for sharing it. As always, you can send any questions, uh, any thoughts, any suggestions. If you want to see George with his shirt off next time, uh, send them to yeah. men at cachurch.com. We'd love to hear uh, your commentary, your feedback. If you want to interact with us, uh, feel free to do so. Well, uh, George, Robert, Scott, what, what's happening with you guys uh, in quarantine? What are you guys? What are you guys doing these days? Anybody can answer. Come on, Robert. Cricket. Put your shirt back on. Cricket, exactly what we're doing. We're just trying to trying to do what Marvin is doing is uh, just what staying fit and waiting for this thing to be over. Are you how are you staying fit, Robert? I'm doing 100 push-ups a day. I can't do that much. I'm just walking with my wife <laughs> around the blocks, <laughs> playing bingo. You're walking yeah, with your honest. wife around the Lego blocks. Is that what you said? Well, you know, <laughs> the wife does her exercise, and I just you know, you just watch. Done. You do, After I watch. I say, hey, you know, let's walk around the block several times. And, you know, that, that's it for me. That's why. Hey, fair enough. I see a lot of people walking in the neighbor, neighborhood. Uh, Sandy and I have been walking as well. Of course, we, golf course. we live in La Crescenta, so we have a, a built-in, like, incline to our street. So there's no leisurely walks in our neighborhood. So, man, you go out for a walk. Mm. Here, I was going to say that the golf courses are about to uh, be open. So uh, that, that's some good news from my part. So oh, looking okay, forward nice. to playing golf, huh? Yeah, yeah, Scott, how are you staying fit? Yeah, I'm inspired by your 100 push-up challenge. We, we were just doing some uh, some walks, sometimes a uh, light jog. We have this double running controller, so we'll load the kids in there and kind of get out for the day and try to get a little bit of exercise each day. But, yeah, it's it's hard sitting sitting in a, inside all day, you know, so we're trying to stay fit where we can. And, and you and Gina have how many kids? So we have two kids, a four-year-old daughter, Ava, two-year-old. Well, he's going to be soon to be two in next week, uh, son, Jordan. Mm. Wow. So, so are you guys able to work True, wow. and be with them or is it, is it, you guys got a tag team? Yeah, we kind of hit the, I, I usually work the day, uh, the eight to five and then she'll do five to eight and then I'll put the kids down, get them, you know, get them dinner, put the kids down to bed. So they, they feel long, yeah. but uh, we're making it work. We're trying to find that, that right balance. That's good. That's good. And George, I know you stay, I know how you stay fit. You go, uh, you run over to the Chinese place and you eat all the fried rice. Right? <laughs> sure. No, you know, I work out every day. I got my gym at home. Uh, we, so we started, there's, you know, we have uh, 
you know, because I live down the street from Universal Studios. So when you drive up, um, if you want to go up to CityWalk Universal, it's a pretty steep incline. Yeah. So now we've, we, so we walk up there and just walk up the incline. It's, that's, that's a really good burn um, just doing that because there, there are no cars. It's all closed. So we literally just walk up there. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've made that walk yeah. many times. I, I, uh, I refuse to pay for, for the parking there. It's like 30 bucks or something. No, so the shuttle's free. If you just wait I, at the bottom, the shuttle listen, will take you free. I know, but sometimes the shuttle takes forever to come. So mm. you, start, you just start walking and then you walk. That's a, that's a tough walk, huh? It sure is. Yeah. It sure is. And then, then not too far from our house, it's interesting because there's, you know, we just walk a lot of side streets. There's this one, it's, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but you have to know, you know, if you live in the neighborhood, there's a hundred steps or like 104 and there's houses. I don't know, I don't know why they did this, but there's these, you know, nice neighborhood and there's houses on both sides in the middle. There's a hundred steps. It's just, you know, and it's, oh, there's always people. There's, that was kind of popular in Santa Monica. Santa Monica has something like that, but it's even longer, you know, the steps. So we've been going out there and Kanan likes that he brings his, his razor. So, you know, three of us walk and do that. And so that kind of helps for cardio. It's good. Good. Yeah. Sorry about my hyperness. I, I just realized that my, my cup of coffee is a, it was a double espresso with, uh, with hey. um, no, no, milk, full no, milk. So I'm hyper. No excuses for your personality, bro. We love you just the way you are. No, I know. I'm going to take off my shirt and look just like you. Hold on a second. <laughs> Keep bringing the energy. <laughs> bringing the energy hey listen what are you guys binge watching right now i know everyone's i have we have netflix we have amazon we have disney plus we have i even have apple music because i got an ipad this year and it comes with free subscription apple what apple plus tv whatever that's called so we have every single streaming tv thing you can have and yet we're always without something to watch i mean we sit there and you Mm. scroll for 20 minutes and then you just give up and then you put on youtube again (laughs) Mm. what are you guys watching we, we've been watching that. Have you guys been watching The Last Dance? Yes. Uh, the the Bulls documentary. That's been real interesting. Yes. Is Dennis I, Rodman, was he a nut or what? Oh, he's, he was fun. Uh, he's, <laughs> he shows last, up to practice in his pajamas. <laughs> these last two episodes uh, were, were interesting for sure. Yeah, that was fun. I've been watching The Last Dance a lot. In fact, yeah. I was going to talk about that in my sports report. So since you brought it up, uh, The Last Dance, the, James Worthy was asked uh, this week um, on his podcast, who was a better player, LeBron or Michael? You know, I, I I grew up as a kid of the '90s, and though I hated the Bulls because I'm a Lakers fan, you have to respect everything that that Jordan did. And now seeing the all the clips of some of the stuff that he did, especially in those in those first you know seven eight years of his career, dude, it wasn't even basketball. It was organized. Was, it was football with a round ball. That dude was impressive. Oh, it yeah. is impressive. But what do you guys think about that question that was well, Wait, what did Worthy say? I'm curious to see what Worthy said. What did he say? Wor- Worthy said, because he played with Jordan, um, you know, at, at NCAA, uh, at, what was it? Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. And because he played against him, uh, he would give it to Jordan because he was just the most ferocious competitor he's ever played with and against. Hmm. Um, but now he's, a, he's an analyst for the Lakers, so he gets to see LeBron in action every day. Uh, he says LeBron is the most uh, physically gifted person he has ever seen in terms of just his body shape and size and the way he can move around. So, but but he he went with Jordan. What do you guys say? Yeah, I would, yeah, I would say. I'll oh, go ahead, Robert. No, I would agree with that because the play, the way they played basketball back then was just totally different. The fouls that they called and the tactics that they implored. I mean, that's just totally different basketball. LeBron's longevity is just because. Every little thing is a foul, and uh, 
I, I don't know. It's just. just see, are you watching The Last Dance, Robert? Uh, no. There was a. I think it was episode two or three when uh, when the Bulls couldn't beat the Pistons, but they had their their defensive strategy was called you know uh, the Jordan rules the Jordan rules mm-hmm. and it was basically if he gets in the paint you're gonna put him on his butt yeah mm-hmm. and mean, the ball's got to be hard he got hammered hammered every it's hard to imagine time. that in today's NBA <laughs> and right that happening can't do it yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. let's got to go to Jordan what do you say Scott you're a basketball fan. Yeah, I mean, I think overall you got to go with Jordan because he's uh, he's just a gunner, you know. He's a he's a winner, and overall, you see you see in the documentary just his competitive nature, how he raises all the other guys to the next level. But in terms of a complete player, rebounding, passing, I think LeBron his game his game is more balanced. But if you just purely look at the the numbers and what Jordan was able to do in winning championships, you got to give it to MJ. Sure. Hey, and the fact that uh, MJ, um, like uh, Scotty said, it just made everyone else better. I mean, LeBron had to get other superstars from different teams to team up with him, you know, built in with their skills already to uh, build a championship team. But uh, whereas Jordan, he just uh, played with what he's got, you know, yeah. and then made everyone else better. Yeah, I mean, he had Scotty, but, but that's <clears throat> other than that, there was a huge drop off in terms of. of yeah, I see. I saw him play because he's literally my age. I think I'm a month older than him, and I remember the Jordan rules, and I saw all that stuff. And it, it was. I mean, you guys are younger, but it, it literally was a different game. It's not even close to now. You you know, they, they didn't have flopping. I mean, literally now you get like Robert said, you get touched and it looks like a sniper shot you. Back then, they didn't even. I mean, you got nailed and they didn't even call fouls. Yeah. I mean, literally wasn't even a foul. I mean, you had to be on the ground, hit hard for it to be a foul. But if you went into the paint, it wouldn't just be one guy. It would be two guys that would just just make it at a point, okay, you're going to go in the paint, but I'm going to make you think about it so you don't do it next time. Yeah. That's how it was. Those Pistons teams, they were they – were And the hand-checking rule, you couldn't even – I mean, that's why the games were a little scoring. And, yeah, yeah he was – George. Yeah. Uh, you don't think Harden could, could uh, produce as much as he's doing right now if he played back then? No. no, 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 because they guard. Half, they were in your face. His, they were guarding points. you in your in your. They're just they're just on your in your face guarding you. And you have to remember, half of his points come at the free throw line. So you know that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They yeah. wouldn't have called all those fouls. Yeah, you know, because every you know half the time he shoots and he ends up on the ground, and you, well, it's hard. I, to, did you touch? Tell you what, did you not? Yeah. I do look forward to Sunday evenings, and I've had that thing set to record because it is a, it is a compelling uh, documentary. The fact that they're only releasing two episodes every week is like, oh, come on. I want to see more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, Marv, oh, yeah, I, got a, I, got a, I got a show for you to watch. If you watch um, on, uh, on Prime, do you watch Jack Ryan? I don't. I do, well, have, I do have Prime and I don't. And I, yeah, like, that's, and I like John Krasinski. I just can't see him as an action guy. I see him in the No, office. it's good. It's good. If, well, if you like Tom Clancy, which I do, it's, you know, it's, it's a right. really good series. I'll check it, it took out. me a few episodes to get over uh, Jim Halpert and yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but once you get into it, yeah, I like it. Well, I don't know if you saw him in the movie um, Thirteen Days or where Thirteen Hours. Remember, that's the one on the Benghazi when he played a, a you know one of the CIA guys that you know remember the when the, the CIA guys got killed in Benghazi, and he was he was one of the stars in it. So that was his first, I think, his first attempt at action hero, and actually he was pretty good in it. So when I saw him in that movie, I thought, okay, yeah, look at Jim. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, though. I've been watching his YouTube show, Some Good News. Do you guys watch this? Yeah, Lisa watches it, yeah. Um, if he, 
if he doesn't have a talk show on the other on the other side of this, I'd be surprised. He's really funny on that show, and he can he carries a like a talk show format. You notice his Boston accent? I well, he's from Boston. He talks a lot yeah. about being a Red Sox fan and all that. Yeah. But you hear his accent because he doesn't. Well, like, use, he didn't. He didn't use out. it on the show. It yeah. comes out once in a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, the next part is rapid fire with Scott Quay. Uh, Scott, you didn't know this was ha happening, but I'm going to ask you four rapid fire questions. Super easy. Uh -oh. So prepared. Are you ready? All right, let's go. Okay. Uh, easy one out the gate. iPhone or Android? iPhone. In and out or Chick Fil A? Whoa. In and out. <laughs> Good man. Uh, what's the worst gift you've ever gotten? Uh, I'll go with socks. <laughs> See, they're getting harder. Uh, what's the best movie ever? Gladiator. Oh, mm, nice, nice choice. Is that because nice Marvin doesn't have his shirt on? <laughs> we've already mentioned, we've already mentioned that's, that's 300, think of it. 300. We've already mentioned Gladiator. I think it's the visuals, right? It's the Marvin theme <laughs> right, right. today. Yeah, there's subliminal messages. You, keep, you sent Scott a subliminal message sitting there without a shirt. Right, right. Well, Robert, uh, tell us what's happening in the world of men's ministry. What can the guys be looking forward to? What can we uh, promote right now? Well, speaking of without your shirt on, Manly Mondays is still going on, buddy. Hey, I like that tie-in. That's good. Uh, just tell the guys, tell the guys, what is Manly Mondays and when are we doing that? Well, Manly Mondays are the uh, breakout sessions we were supposed to get uh, when if we had their men's retreat, and you'll have all those breakout sessions uh, parceled out every Monday. Uh, this week, George Fernandez on May 4th is going to be talking about generosity. George? Woo George, we're excited yeah. to have you on this coming Looking Monday, May 4th, on the topic of living generously. Um, the guys are excited. We've had about 50 guys log in uh, for the first two Mainly Mondays, so uh, I'm sure there's going to be a huge drop-off this week because you're, you're on, but uh, that'll be okay. <laughs> but actually, to, actually <laughs> we have George on this Monday, and then the following Monday, we have Scott. There you go. Scott That's and cool. Trey are going to be talking about how we as parents can encourage our kids to live missionally, right? Yeah, excited for that, yeah. Awesome. awesome. So we have our next two Manly Monday speakers on this podcast right here. Look at that. Um, are we gonna, hey, uh, Marvin, are we going to leak out the, uh, the, the code word for those who didn't get to go through last Monday's uh, session? We are not. Sorry. You have to attend we're the session. Not, to get, I thought we were, we're going to do a special thing for our listeners. No, we're not. We're not. Uh, they have to attend the Manly Mondays. Um, we've had uh, a, a lot of guys attend the first two weeks and they've entered into the raffle. What are we giving away, Robert? Well, we're giving away the iPods that you're, the ear pods that you're using right now. The AirPods. AirPods, and I'm not using them right now. I'm using wires right now. I'm using the old school <laughs> wired. I don't even have AirPods, but I'm giving them away. Look at that. Um, not with your shirt, buddy. <laughs> we're giving them You know away. what looks good? With your, your beats without a shirt. That looks good. That would look good, yes. So if you want to win a pair of Apple AirPods, attend Man Mondays. I'll give you a keyword, and then you are, uh, that'll be your entry into the- uh, what, what time is it on Monday? 7 p.m. Monday nights. We have two more Mondays left, May 4th and May 11th. Uh, anything else happening, uh, Robert? Well, we've got your uh, prayer Friday. Pra uh, what is that? The prayer uh, men's gathering? Not, not men's gathering, but everyone else was invited for <laughs> prayer on Friday. Man, you butchered that one, but sorry. Yeah. Oh, man, you've got a different title every Friday for it. Men's lunchtime prayer. Oh, that's, a, that's another one. That's See, another George one. wasn't even aware of that. <laughs> George's Men's not aware lunchtime. of anything that's happened. Men's lunchtime prayer is happening this Friday. Uh, well, tomorrow, May 1st. So if, if you hear this uh, recording before uh, Friday, May 1st, you can log on and join us at noon. If not, we'll do it again in two weeks. 
uh, we're, we're doing a prayer gathering every other week, every other Friday at noon. It's a 30-minute prayer gathering, and uh, we just pray for everything in the world around us and take prayer requests as well. So if you want guys to be praying with and for you, attend uh, tomorrow, May 1st, or if not, the two weeks from now. And what's, what's, uh, what's happening? What's the latest on the pantry? Uh, in fact, I'm going to have Scott talk about that a little bit since okay. that's, uh, that's kind of uh, his area. Um, but we did want to have Scott on today because we uh, he had put out a video on the Kingdom website. Scott is our Kingdom pastor, for those of you guys uh, that were not aware. Uh, we're so blessed to have Scott on our staff. And uh, uh, one of the videos that he put out recently uh, was five ways to live missionally during COVID-19. And I think, especially now, Scott, I've heard from a number of persons. It's, you, you know, once you get past the, okay, we're at home. We're hunkered down. We got to do what we have to do to care for ourselves. But we really start looking at how can I, how can I serve? How can I bless someone? How can I pray for someone? Uh, what can I? How can I be active? I've gotten a lot of uh, people asking me that question, and you put together some really good practical resources along with that video. So, Scott, I'm gonna turn it over to you. But uh, kind of give us a recap of, of five ways to live missionally, and then what are some ways that people can practically live that out? Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. I- I, I really agree. I think for a lot of us, we're seeing on the news, we're seeing through relationships, a lot of people in need right now all around us. And with social distancing, staying at home order, sometimes it's hard to know, hey, what can we actually tangibly do? And so I created a, uh, a resource guide, um, talks about five different ways we can live missionally during this COVID-19 crisis. And we have a really unique opportunity right now, a window of time that we get to really uh, during these dark times, the the church can really shine bright as a way to step out and, and really love people in tangible ways, to share the good good hope we have in the gospel. And so um, the five ways I kind of laid out, I wanted to start with number one is it starts with prayer. And, you know, prayer is the way that, uh, you know, we come come before God in the, in the midst of all that's happening right now. I know, I don't know how about you guys have been feeling in your homes, but for me, prayer is what I've needed the most in this season, but also it's been a hard season to pray, you know, being on screens all day, uh, being disconnected from other people. And prayer, I think, is, uh, is something that really allows us to, to move our, our hearts and our burdens and start to bring these things to God and to, to be a part and join him in what he's doing uh, around us through kingdom prayer. And one of the things that Tim Keller talks about in his book uh, on prayer is he talks about two different types of prayer. One being communion prayer, which is our individual relationship with God, our worship to him, our devotional life. And then the second one is kingdom prayer. And he talks about how that is really believing that God can change circumstances, that outcomes can change because of the faith and the prayers of joining God in what he's doing. And I think in this time, we both need to be having communion prayer to really get filled up by God each and every day, but also kingdom prayer where it's this outward focus that gets us outside of ourselves and start to intercede for what's happening in our city and in our world. And so I laid out a 14-day kingdom prayer guide that we can follow along and participate in on the website that highlights what's happening in, uh, during the COVID-19 crisis and a lot of our kingdom partners around the world, what's happening here locally and how we can join God in prayer for all those things. I know sometimes it can feel overwhelming with so many different things to pray for, but uh, I created a guide so that we can kind of walk through each and every day what to focus on, how to pray together, mm-hmm. Um, so especially, you know, for, for the men that are listening right now, a uh, great resource you can, you can do with your families, your life groups, 
uh, with some friends and, and pray together, pray along with these different uh, things that are happening around the world. That's good. Scott, where, where, did you, where did you post that? So that's on our, our website, uh, cachurch.com slash kingdom. In the kingdom, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I think it starts with, yeah, number one starts with, with prayer. And then secondly, this, the second thing we can do to live missionally is to help the most vulnerable. You know, because right now we're all being impacted by this in different levels, but mm -hmm. some much more than others. And when we think about those who are most vulnerable right now, the, those who are 60 plus, people experiencing homelessness, people sick, frontline workers, uh, those who right now are going through economic hardship. Um, we want to really start by gravitating towards how can we really help those who are most vulnerable? Uh, when we think about the compassion of Jesus and, you know, as people are going through really hard things right now, um, it starts with, with leaning that way. So I'll create another resource guide as well um, that really highlights how people uh, who are vulnerable can, different peoples, can both receive help in this time, like there's resources, as well as give. How can you, how can you help mm. tang in tangible ways uh, different people in different categories? So uh, that's another guide that's on the website that can really help people walk through what can we tangibly do. And so we have, for example, uh, ways that you can partner with different organizations doing good work with those experiencing homelessness, uh, with Union Rescue Mission, Skid Row. We started care a care community with foster families as well. Uh, we have different ways you can help those who are elderly, um, ways you can give masks, and all these different tangible ways that you can get involved. So that's another guide I created uh, on the on the website as well. There are, there are links to the, those organizations or those places on the website where someone can just, you know, go to our website and we can connect them to those places where they would be serving uh, the most vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so if you go on the website, you'll see it, and you can click on it, and there's there's links to each of these things. Great. What's, a, what's, what's some of the yeah. ways? Yeah, so other ways too. Number three, uh, and this is a fun thing we're rolling out. This is what, number three is loving your neighbors in this time. So when I say the word neighbors, I'm, I'm meaning those who actually live physically in proximity to you. Like I live in a, in a condo area with over 100 units and there's people you know, all around me as well. And so your, your physical neighbors as well as your relational radius. So it could be your family, your friends, co-workers and so wanting to start with the people that God's already put around you so you know Mark 12 30 and 31 says love the Lord your God with all your heart soul and mind and strength and the second commandment is is love your neighbor as yourself there's no greater commandments than these and so we see in this uh, passage both our love for God being our first and foremost commandment and then our love for our neighbors and how those are also interconnected so if we really love God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, there's naturally going to be a response to care for the people around us, care for our neighbors as well. And so one thing we're rolling out in the month of May is a good neighbor bingo challenge mm. where uh, we have a, a bingo board that you can have, uh, you can fill out. That's just really tangible actions that you can do to love your neighbors. And if you fill it out, you know, vertical, horizontal, diagonal, or four corners, you can enter into a raffle that we're raffling off every week in the month of May a $50 Uber Eats gift card to support local restaurants and just a fun way to both that's practical as well as a, a fun thing we can do to spur each other on towards loving good deeds in this time. So absolutely. Um, what, what are some of the, what are some of the things in the bingo boxes that they can do? G give us an yeah, example. So, so, so one of it would be, uh, you know, doing a video call, calling someone up on, on a video call and 
prank or seeing how they're doing, prank to them. Another one could be to drop off groceries at the pantry and prayer event that we're doing. Mm -hmm. you know, another one is praying through that kingdom prayer guide. Um, another one could be to, to, draw, to write notes on your neighbor's doorsteps and saying, hey, thinking of you, is there any way I can help you in this time? And, and giving your phone number or something along those lines where you can, they're, they're just different variety of practical ways, uh, 16 ways that you can fill out this, this board. Um, so yeah, we laid out those things and excited to see what God does through this challenge. Yeah, and then, and then like, do people have to take pictures of themselves performing these actions and submit proof to you that they completed it or is it just on the honor system? How does that work? <laughs> yeah, to, honor system, honor system. So we're all Christian, Look at that, a church right? on an honor system. Come on, come yeah. on. No, no, we got some cheaters in this church. We got to... <laughs> Yeah, it starts with the staff. You're giving, yeah, <laughs> right, you're right. giving away Uber Eats. I'm going to sign up for them. My kids need to eat. Come on. <laughs> yeah, get this. Yeah. There's I'll, a, I'll enter in as well. That's a really good suggestion, Scott. It's a good way to spur us on to be thinking about um, not just these big, big things, but just how we can love and serve those that are immediately next to us, right? Uh, so I think that's... Yeah, that's I love great. that, Scott. That's great, great, yeah. great challenge and great idea. Uh, when is the next opportunity that, that someone can donate to our uh, pantry and prayer event? So this Monday, uh, we, yeah, we're in real need of groceries right now. We actually gave away almost all the grocery bags mm. at the last prayer pantry. There was a, a an in significant increase in the people who came. So there's, there's still strong need for uh, people right now who are really facing hard times economically, uh, who have really been blessed by this uh, pantry and prayer event we've done. And so this Monday, uh, there's two different time slots, one in the morning, one in the evening time that you can give grocery bags. And so we're, we're really trying to get the word out as much as we can because there's just a, such, such a strong need right now. So uh, if, you have, if everyone's looking for an opportunity this Monday, um, check out more information on our website. But we'd love to see even more bags come in and help more people as much as we can every few weeks or so. Yeah. And, and for those guys who are listening to this on a bit of a delay, that's Monday, May 4th. And I believe it's 9 or 11 a.m. And then again at 5 to 7 p.m. is when the uh, collection times are. And you just drive by the church. It's totally contactless. You just pop your trunk and, and someone will get the stuff out of your trunk. Uh, there's a, a list of um, suggested items, items, items yeah. to put in those bags because we want complete bags of groceries that have uh, a good blend of all the things that someone might need. Um, and you can download that list again from our website or our Facebook pages. We have posted all that information on there. Yeah. So fourth way to live missionally. Yeah. So fourth way is to utilize technology to reach out. Yeah. You know, we're learning how to do this now, staying, staying connected over technology. And it brings about a unique opportunity that we have. Uh, you know, one idea and how to do this is pray through a list of maybe five people that God would bring to mind. People you might have, uh, like a coworker or someone who maybe is on the fence with faith and reach out to them over a video call and just say, hey, I'd love to check in, see how you and your family are doing, ask some good questions and kind of see where that conversation can go and then pray for them. Um, another thing that we've done and, and we still want to continue to do is you can share your social, uh, your testimony on social media mm -hmm. and hashtag Jesus changed my life. Mm -hmm. And that's something we did the week leading up to Easter. Uh, Jeremy Treat, he's a pastor at Reality LA. Uh, started this this initiative and a lot of churches got on board with it and we saw we saw thousands of people that Easter week post testimonies of themselves and hashtag Jesus changed my life and you know when I when I did this it was cool seeing old high school friends friends mm -hmm. from college people that are uh, that are seeing this post and and opening up again just the different 
uh, way I can connect with them, but being able to go public with your faith and have a, a conversation with people on, over technology um, about that. And, you know, that was a really cool thing because, you know, hundreds of thousands of people were seeing just testimonies flowing through uh, their social media feeds because That's great. Um, we weren't, we didn't want to just wait till Easter weekend for that message, that gospel message to happen, but we wanted to get our testimonies out and invite people to join us uh, at CA online. And so that was something we did at Easter week, but that's an ongoing thing that if, yeah. if uh, you didn't have, you didn't have a chance to do that and want to do it, uh, it's a real, real strategic way that you can get your faith out publicly through technology. And if you and just type well, in that, sorry, Scott, but if you just type in that hashtag uh, on any of the social media feeds, you can see people from all, all over the world because I watched them for like an hour. You watch testimonies from all over the mm -hmm. world of people talking about how Jesus changed their life. It was so powerful, even yeah. just to watch a few of those stories. And I watched it for a while and never once got got a CA person. I was hoping to see a CA person on there. No, there is what Magenta posted. I know, no, a lot of people did. But what I'm saying is, there's just so many posts mm. around the world. Um, that it was just neat to see people from all over the world talking about how Jesus changed their life. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember, awesome. I remember. I remember on my that my uh, my newsfeed that that week. It was just encouraging seeing how many people were were getting were, were posting and yeah. I think that's an ongoing thing that we can continue to keep that going. Um, Great. We'll, we'll yeah, definitely so. encourage guys to keep posting uh, awesome. your testimony, a short video testimony, and then hashtag it, Jesus changed my life. And finally, yeah, what's and the it, fifth way? Yeah, the fifth way is uh, being able to give generously in this time. Mm -hmm. And you know, I know, George, you've done a great job just of mm -hmm. talking about how we can steward our finances in this time, be generous people. And there's great need right now. And for those, for those of us who have plenty, uh, we can consider how do we can give to those who are in tangible need. And, you know, one of the ways you can give, like we said, Monday, the groceries, mm. that's a real tangible way to the prayer and pantry event. We also have at CA right now something called the Grocery Benevolence Fund. And if you give to the general offering, we've designated about $250,000 up to that amount to go towards people who lost their jobs, have income uh, loss, and have used up their savings in this time. And uh, there's a surprising, there's a lot of people right now who are in that, in that boat and we've been able to tangibly help by giving grocery gift cards um, to help people right now. And so if you want to give towards that, you can give to our general offering, it'll go to that, as well as our kingdom offering. Right now, our, our kingdom partners are on the front lines of this all over the world. And to be able to give to support what God is doing uh, missionally through our kingdom partnerships is a, a huge need. And it's having tremendous impact right now. Like if you, if you saw the kingdom weekend this past weekend, uh, Elon ministries, we were to give, able to give mm. over 800 Bibles and they're yeah. distributing that along with masks on the front lines and seeing hundreds come to Christ in Iran right now. Mm. Um, and so that's just one example, uh, you know, our, our feeding ministry right now in the Philippines where because of our generosity giving to the kingdom offering, we're able to feed the, some of the force of the poor right now and mm. uh, breakthrough ministries. Um, and so there's just so many needs right now, not, not just simply locally within our own congregation, but all over the world that we can give to the kingdom offering. It'll go to support all those efforts. So mm -hmm. giving generously is a really important way that we can live missionally uh, during this COVID-19 crisis. Yep. So thank you to all of you who have partnered well with us and, and continue to give. Um, and, and for some of you that, that might be thinking, well, you know, I mean, I need to, I need to save or I need to put away because I don't know where my next paycheck comes from. Um, you know, George, you're going to be talking specifically to that on Monday night, but, uh, but what would you say to those, those persons? 
You know, I want to leave you guys with everyone who's this with a challenge. And, and, and the, the question I think we have to ask ourselves is how do we respond? Right? Are we going to respond with faith or are we going to respond by having fear? And, if, you know, in John, book of John, chapter 14, verse 27, he says, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. So my thought is, when we're anxious, say, you know, go to God, say, thank you for the gift of peace that you've given me. It's a gift that can be opened over and over and over again. So it's, it's not a strategy to be panicky. Panic is never a strategy. So make, make a decision based on what you know. And what we know is that God has given us a gift, and he's given us a gift of fear. So during this time, which is challenging for many, ask yourself, how am I going to respond? It's easy to respond with faith when things are going well, right? But when times are tough and fear creeps in, this is what separates us from everyone else, right? Because we know the truth. So we should be responding with faith, not with fear. Well said, Scott. Thank you for sharing those five uh, practical yet powerful ways that uh, we as men can live missionally. And guys, I want to encourage if you're listening to this right now to step into some of those things, to lead yourself, but also lead your families, your wife, your kids into, into these five ways that we can live missionally. And the first one that Scott mentioned was just to begin praying, to begin having a heart of praying, not just for your well-being, but begin praying missional prayers, kingdom prayers um, that lift up other people uh, around us. And then, and then move into some of those other practical ways Scott talked about. All of the resources that Scott mentioned are on the website. That's cachurch.com. And if you go into the kingdom tab, you will actually see uh, Scott's video uh, where he talks about five ways to live missionally. And then as well as you can download PDFs of all, all of these resources, including the bingo, another resource guide that you put together with a lot of really good local resources um, from the city, state, and county. Um, and a bunch of other uh, great, uh, excellent resources. So, Scott, mm. thank you for coming on and for encouraging us. Um, and, for and leading us. Yeah. Reminding, yeah. reminding yeah. us that this is, uh, this is who we are. Right? Like, like Georgia said, this, is, this season is going to mark us as believers. And we want to leave a legacy to, uh, to our kids and to our families, um, to future generations, to say that we s- stepped up and met the needs and that the church did that. Right, that the church provided meals, that the church provided funding for these critical programs. I mean, I love seeing images of Central Park in New York and to see that a Christian organization has set up field hospitals in Central Park and that it was yeah. believers who met the need in that critical moment. So uh, I think yeah. these are great reminders, Scott. Thank you so much for uh, being with us today. Uh, Robert, are you, uh, are you awake yet? No, no, no. A lot of good stuff's been said. Scott, thanks. I'll, I'll expect a full recap of a uh, report from you in the morning, Robert. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> well, guys, yeah, thanks. Put for, your shirt back on. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to the Men's Ministry Roundtable podcast. We appreciate you. Uh, thanks, Scott, for hanging with out with us. Appreciate you, Scott. And uh, until we can meet again, we'll continue these podcasts, but hopefully soon we'll be able to. Uh, have some kind of gathering. But until then, we have Manly Mondays on Monday and prayer gatherings on Friday. Guys, see you then. Bye, guys. All right. I love you, guys. Sorry, got to go. Scotty.